As you sit down this morning, I'd like you to open up your Bibles to two scriptures, and they're both found in the book of Psalms. You know, it's been said that you should read a proverb in the morning for wisdom, and you should read a psalm at night for encouragement. Well, sometimes I wake up and I'm discouraged, and so what I will do is open up to the book of Psalms and begin to read. And I'm convinced that one of the reasons we have such a large rate of depression in our country, one of the reasons that we have so much issue with depression and discouragement is because we really have not developed an attitude of gratitude. We really have not developed a heart of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, in fact, is so much more than a day. It is an attitude. So in Psalm 9, you can go to Psalm 9 and then Psalm 105. Now, I've only chosen two Psalms, two of my um, Psalms that I reference, uh, just because there's so, all the Psalms talk a little bit about thanksgiving. But these two really hit home the point that I want to make to you this morning. Psalm chapter 9, verse 1, and then Psalm 105. And let's start off in Psalm chapter 9, please. When you get there, say, I got it. Psalm 9, 1, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Let's read that again. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. Guys, like I said, I'm really convinced that the reason that we are living in such a depressive and discouraging state, the reason why young people your age are, you know, uh, going off into drugs and alcohol, why many of us try to numb the pain, why suicides happen, it's all a way to numb the pain, is because we haven't learned how to develop a heart of thanksgiving, where we just look up and give thanks to God for all that we have. One day I was praying and I was talking to God, and I was... um, I was asking God for something, as we often do in prayer. We will often ask God for something. And what I felt that God was revealing to me, he said, Kurt, he said, I love you, and I'm going to provide for you, like Miss Jennifer said, everything that you need. He said, but I want to give you a little bit of perspective. I'm the God over you, and I'm the God over this child in this third world country who has no food to eat right now, and I love you both the same. And my heart is for him to give him what he needs as much as it is for you to give you what you need. And I just realized what God was nudging me is I need to be a little bit more grateful for what it is that I do have. And I really am convinced that if we develop a heart of thanksgiving, that the things that we don't have, we won't be so concerned about. We will begin to be grateful for God, to God for what he has done in our lives. I saw another preacher, he was, he was, he was talking about all the healings that God had been doing in the church. And somebody wrote, a question and say, hey, listen, you know, I had this problem, and why didn't God heal that? He said, well, we can't get an answer as to why that didn't get healed, but I'll tell you what, we need to rejoice over what does happen instead of getting, over, uh, getting upset about what doesn't happen. Isn't that a great answer? We need to rejoice about what does happen instead of questioning and getting upset about what doesn't happen. So this scripture tells us to tell of all the marvelous and the wonderful works that God has done. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Flip over to Psalm 105, please. How many of you have a a tradition in your household where uh, you'll go around the table and tell everyone what you're grateful for? Does, Does anyone have that tradition? 
Good. A couple of you have that tradition. So you guys are already accustomed to talking about what you're thankful for. Um, have you ever gotten in trouble for using the same thing every year? Or uh, have you tried to use the same thing every year and not gotten away with it? Yeah, it probably happens. I'm thankful for. Well, we need to think a little bit beyond the silly things that we're given. Here we go. Psalm 105, verse 1. Are you there? Okay, here we go. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms of praise to him. Talk about all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek, seek his face forevermore. Remember his marvelous works which he has done. His wondrous and uh, He is wondrous and his judgments his wondrous and the judgments of his mouth. Remember the marvelous works which he has done. Sometimes in our culture, we really get so sidetracked with all the things that are happening to us, all the things that aren't working right now, whether it's in school, whether it's in our government, whether it's in our household. Well, I want to share something with you. When, let's just do a little bit of history again. When was Thanksgiving? When did it become an official holiday? Under what president? And what year? In 1863, President Abraham Lincoln, this is what he said, in the midst of the Civil War, Thanksgiving became a national holiday, and his proclamation, President Lincoln said the following, in the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed. And harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked all these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who hath remembered mercy." It has seemed fit to me and proper that they should solemnly, reverently, and gratefully be acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. Former President of the United States right here in America. In a time where God is being stripped from our culture, where the name of Jesus is being washed off the walls and burned and uh, removed, our 16th president of the United States, before that ever happened, declared in the midst of the civil war of unequaled magnitude, the worst war of our nation, the most bloodshed on our land, he still had the sense in him, a thankful heart, to rise up and say, listen, we ought to be grateful for what God has done. And I'm convinced that in the 21st century, we need to have that same spirit, that something inside of us needs to rise up, because some of you right now might be in the, in the midst type of situation. Maybe you're in the midst of something at home. Maybe you're in the midst of something at school. Maybe you think we're in the midst of something as a nation, and you think, well, God has totally forgotten us. In the midst of all that, we can rise up and be grateful grateful and be thankful to God for all that he has done. And that, my friends, is what Thanksgiving is all about. Your founding, what are your, one of your uh, forefathers said it, the 16th president, that it's a day set apart for praise and thanksgiving to our beneficent father in the heavens. 
I love the words that he used because it's so amazing. He says, this isn't something that has come, apart, come about by any mortal. It has come from the loving and sovereign hand of God. And so today, that's really all we're going to do is we're going to spend some time giving thanks to God for what he has done. I've done this every year since the year I've been here, and I'll probably do it every year upcoming because I, we need to come back to this place all the time. So ushers, would you just begin to pass out pens and the papers? You're going to get a little card today, and it's a Thanksgiving card. And you just begin to write down the things that you are grateful for. Don't look at what you're in the midst of, but think about in the midst of this right now, what am I grateful for? Calling yourself to remember these things would be very helpful to you. Let's take, take some time, five to ten minutes, and just begin to write down what it is that you're thankful for. And you know what? Sometimes it takes a while to think, but begin to think about what you have to be grateful for, okay? Take the time to do it. All right. Let's hear from some of you. This is actually good practice. The second reason I did this is because it's good practice for, for Wednesday. How many of you always come or are going to come this Wednesday for our, our Thanksgiving night? Listen, I want to encourage you to be here. I know you're probably going to be cooking at home. Mom and dad may not. But you need to come and you need to share with the church what God is doing in your life. So let's hear from some of you. Uh, who is ever ready can just you know, raise their hand and say what they're thankful for or what they're grateful for. We'll just take some time to hear from each one of you. I know Eric wants to tell us he's grateful for coffee. I heard that. Me too. I'm with you. I'm, I'm that, is that number one on your list? It's a, it's with the heart. I'm, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Coffee is a must. I know Zach feels me too. Zach and I are big, big into coffee. Who else likes coffee in this room? Okay, my wife says coffee tastes like dirt. So, you know, I know. I know. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm so grateful for coffee. Thank you for sharing that one, man. Jordan, what, Jordan, what are you grateful for? Jordan's grateful for food. I'm very grateful for food. You missed that one. I, what, do you have food? Food. Food's on his list. Good. Well, you're, Gina, I'm not surprised. I know you like food like me. I know we have that in common. What else are we grateful for? Zach? Oh, we got one here. Michael says the internet. <laughs> Some of us wouldn't have a life without the internet. We, we, we need that to get out, right? I hear you. Zach? Okay, Zach says, I, I'm grateful for a safe town and a good free education. Let's pause for a moment there. Who thinks education is free? It costs me to send you to school. <laughs> exactly. You're not, you're not paying. Exactly. I'm with you. Zach, I am, Zach, Zach, we've talked about it before. I'm paying to send you to school. That's hilarious. What else are we grateful for? Some other things that we're really thankful for. I definitely, okay, go ahead, brother. Okay, here we go. Name again? What's your name? Kevin. Kevin says he's grateful for God giving us his son. Kevin, can you tell me what that means to you personally? Everyone listen up now. Kevin says, I'm grateful for God. What does that mean to you personally? Life. See, that's the biggest thing, too, is that we don't realize we wouldn't have life if not for Jesus. You're absolutely right. All right, Coffee Factory, stay, stay quiet over there, okay? What, uh, what else have we got here? What else are we grateful for? You have another one? Tolerance. What do you mean? Okay, that's an excellent point. And it's Eric, right? Eric says tolerance. He's grateful for tolerance that, we're, that he's acceptable to come to this church and other people wouldn't be as open. That's an excellent point. 
That's a great point. Michael? That's what he just said? I'm not, I, I don't even know if I can pronounce that. Libertarian theory, but I said it. Good. All right, here we go. Opportunity. Do we not live in the land of opportunity? We still live in the land of opportunity. Excellent. Absolutely. Daniel? Well, I'm thankful for the music. Yes. And I'm also thankful for He's thankful for me. Who else is thankful for me? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Michael's going to stick with his libertarian theory. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I can tolerate you, Mr. Kurt. Uh, what else do we have here? What else are we grateful for? Allie, having a job. Keep it quiet because a lot of people are going to envy you in this room. Having a job. Very good. Amanda, did you want to say something? Health. Health. I'm very grateful that we have health. Absolutely. Donovan, sleep. I'm sure you're grateful for sleep, everyone. Yes. Okay. How about back there in the media booth? What are you ladies grateful for? You're grateful for what? Parties. You guys grateful for parties? Yes. What about you, Brianna? Hold on. Brianna's going to give us one. Hold on. Come on. They already said that. Give me something good. You wrote a lot there. Peanut butter. You're grateful for peanut butter. All right. That is great. I hear you. Okay, Miss Jen. Miss Jen is grateful for our military. That's very, very true. We have been protected because of our military. Miss Shannon? I'm thankful for a God bringing us to my mom. Listen up. Grateful for a relationship with God where you don't have to be anything. He just accepts you the way that you are. How many of you are grateful for that, that God accepts you and loves you? That's right. What are some other? Richard, do you have anything you're grateful for? Your mom? Can you tell, me, can you tell us why you're thankful for your mom? Okay, she gives him the things that he needs. And she supports him. That's excellent. Can I ask you a question? Will you tell your mom that today? You should tell her that today. Because moms need to hear that. They don't often hear that. Katie. You're what? You're amazing friends. We need to have your friends. If you have amazing friends, we all need to have your friends. What is, come to your school. Yeah, I'm done with school. What is it about your friends that makes them so amazing? I know. They accept her for her. Acceptance is so big. What else are we grateful for here? Okay, Amanda? <coughs> grateful for your mom? Tell me why. She's still alive. Amanda's grateful that her mom is still here, alive. She's gone through a lot of different things, and her mom is still alive. You should tell her that today, how grateful you are for her. Go ahead, brother. The freedom to write. As in, write? To write the way you think and feel. Okay, so you're grateful for that freedom of speech, part of the First Amendment. Yes? Oh. 
Tell us, you're, you're grateful for the employees and the volunteers. What is it about them that makes you so grateful this year? That's good. That's good. That's, that's the real heart of gratitude that we're talking about, being grateful for other people who give of their time. What else? Some of you guys haven't said anything. G-Day, what you got, bro? Yeah? What is it about your school that you appreciate? Teachers. Teachers give of their time. Anyone have anything they really want to say that they haven't been able to share yet? Tristan? No? Gabriella? No? Victoria? No? Mariah? Football. There we go. I met, I met like a non-Patriots fan this week, and I was, you're not? You remember that thing you said five minutes ago about us being tolerant? Yeah, there's the door. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you like? Texans. Any Texans fan? Oh, a couple Texans. They keep your hand low. They're like, no, man, don't, don't raise a hand. Sorry. Who? Okay, Green Bay. Mariah, besides football, what are you grateful for? Grateful for, for your family and for your dad. Absolutely. Okay, Jesse, here we go. Okay, so Jesse's grateful for his sister's turnaround and recovery from everything that she went through. That's excellent. Well, aside from the relationship I have with my Savior, Jesus Christ, it would have to be my relationship with my brother. Mm-hmm. And you shared that on Facebook. I thought that was great. Hair products. Daniel is also grateful for hair products. Where, where would some of us be without hair products? <laughs> you don't even need them. Michael? Anonymous. We're going to gloss right over that. He's a part of some hacking group. Is that what? We're going to just go right past that. What else? Victoria, what are you grateful for? Hold on, Victoria's talking. I think that's great. You're the first person to say that. That was, that was number one on my list. I'm grateful that we can come to a church and worship without being persecuted. No one stoned you on the way to church today. Look at that. No one, no one dragged you by the hair into jail today because you came to church. We still live in a nation where we can come to worship freely. Good. Arthur, how about you? Shelter. Very good. A roof over your head. Absolutely. Dale? America. They said it proud. Thankful for America. Christian, how about you? Grandparents. You know, I'm so glad you said that. Grandparents are amazing. My wife and I have an interesting paradigm and a, an interesting relationship because she did not have a good relationship with her grandparents, and my grandparents were my safe haven. Who, who of you have those type of grandparents that they are like your safe, like you, they are like your safe haven? Yes, I would always go to my grandparents' house when I was old enough to drive and just hang out. Turkey, also very good to be grateful for. Did you have one more thing? Hold on, Susie here. Susie's grateful. She's so sweet the way you say it, too. She's grateful for the adults in the church who set the example. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm grateful for those adults that set the example. 
Katie, did you have another one? Your brother in the military, absolutely. Defending our freedom right here. Caitlin, you've been quiet. What have you got? You're grateful for hockey. Several others in this room, sure, grateful for hockey. Danielle, how about you? You're grateful for weekends. I love it. I am so grateful for weekends. I am so grateful. Brene, how about you? Okay. Venison. You're grateful for, you've eaten venison? Has anyone ever else, anyone else in this room eaten venison? I've never had it. <laughs> it's still good. All right. Danielle, hold on now. Family and special certain people. Good. How about you, Alexa? Opportunities. Very good. Teachers. So another one for teachers. Okay, we got some more over here. Culture. Yes. What about culture do you love? Yes. That's awesome. Culture. Jesse? Listen up. Doctors and physicians? Medical field. Saving people's lives. Zach? Ah, anyone else driving here? Anyone else driving? Okay. Good. She's driving. You're driving. Using the parents' car? Good. Last one. Astrophysics. Very good. You like to study astrophysics. Okay, Miss Jennifer, my lovely, beautiful bride. Here we go. I agree. Grateful for Pastor John. Are you writing that one down, Susie? <laughs> Forgot that one. Okay, Mr. Mack, I want to know what it is that you're grateful for. Okay. Salvation, number one. Amen. Godly parents brought him up in a God-fearing home. Mr. Ken? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Grateful for our freedom to be able to homeschool. Very good. Mr. Kevin? That's right. God providing all the time. Very good. I think we've heard from almost uh, just about everyone. Actually, everyone. David, you almost got stuck under the radar there. What do you say? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Having money, not being broke. Jesse, you have another one? Okay. Can I, I want to I pause right there. I want to stop. And I want you to bring your attention back up here. I want to jump on what Jesse said, and then we'll wrap it up for the day. Jesse said he's grateful that we're not robots. You know, so many of us were like, why is sin in the world? And why did Adam and Eve have to sin? And why do bad things happen? Well, just think about it. Bring your attention up here. Look at me for a second. We actually have emotions, and we actually have free will. If God made us like robots, we would be forced to worship him, which means we would never get the opportunity to know him. 
we would never really understand intimacy with God. And so I agree with you. And I think that that's what it's all about. That's why we have a free will, and that's why we get to choose. And that's why God said, behold, I set before you life and death. I set before you blessings and cursings, but choose life. God has set two before you, and he tells you which one to choose. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes today?